What's going on, everybody? We are up in this thing. Welcome. So it's episode 34. 34. This is the Shaq. The Shaq episode. To talk my Credo podcast. We are up in this thing. I'm your boy Dante Credo here with my brothers from another. Philip Shaw, P. Shaw's in the building. What's going on, bro? You know how we do it. Know how we do it. So, um, man, it is officially summertime now because it is 8.30 p.m. as I record this on June 14th, and it is still 81 degrees outside. And the sun's still up. And the sun is still up. So we are officially in summer, summer, summertime. And I'm, I'm... I don't know if I'm here for it. I think my my preference and seasons have changed now. Like I, I feel like I'm I'm more of a fall guy, and where where it's you know the sixty to seventy range, I, I I like I like that that weather. I would say spring, but spring brings pollen, and pollen kicks my ass, uh, especially the last few years. And I know I've talked about that before, but. Yeah, I, I I think I'm going with fall, like 50 to 70s. That way I can bring out my turtlenecks and my long sleeve joints, cause you know the the fall weather is where is where I bring those zaddy vibes, you know, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I bring those zaddies vibes with the style, you know. I get to dig into the closet with the stylish shit, you know. I don't do too well with the summer fits, cause at that point it's like like fuck trying to be and look cute. It's hot out here, so t-shirt, some basketball beater. shorts, yeah, a yeah. wife beater, and and that and that's it for me. So <laughs> I don't try to look like nothing because it's too hot. But come <laughs> fall, yeah, that, that's that that's that time right there. That, that's that's probably why uh my my children were born the month they were born in because you know them fall vibes. <laughs> See, that's <laughs> not <the picture. laughs> Well, actually, I mean, I guess they would be winter babies and they came in the fall. True. Oh, yeah. So you was in the house. Yeah. So, like, you know, <laughs> if, if it was in the fall, then it's like, I, uh, you know, like like summertime babies, like summertime. But, you know, I really can't say that for, for uh, my oldest. My oldest birthday is in October. So I, I've already fucked up my own theory there. But. It's all good. <laughs> it is all good. But again, welcome to another episode. Um, what's up, P man? How you feeling, man? You know, you know, still fly, still blessed. You know, God is great. God is good. It don't just work for your grace. It, it works every day. Facts, big facts. And um, I've been feeling a lot better, especially when it comes to my my work stuff because for the most part it's just been like the the theme of my work as far as working at the post office is literally like 
like, that's been the vibes. Like, just, you know, just one big downer because, you know, I, I think I've said this before, but it's like normally with the jobs you have, it's not even the job that you hate. It's always the people that you work with. It is is the environment and the atmosphere that goes around the job that you work at. And right now yeah. I'm just in this crazy, crazy toxic situation to where I, I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. I, I am targeted by a bunch of masculine women and it is a, a constant pissing contest. Like, you know, they, they always feel like they got to swing their dick around me to feel like they got some sort of power or control or uh, to to feel superior or something. You know, it's that modern feminism thing that I always talk about. And yeah. I'm always seeing and going up against it. Well, I, I, I won't say I'm going up against it. It's just I'm always experiencing it because for the most part, I look at them and deal with them like, mm, you're still not a man. And then I just go about my business. And... <laughs> You know, I have my headphones in, I'm doing my job and I'm, you know, dead to the world and I'm listening to various podcasts and, and, um, or some music, to, you know, just, or, or a rap battle, just, just whatever. I'm listening to something and I'm focused not on them. And, but it's yeah. always this crazy energy where I'm dealing with, you know, it's like three, three women who feels like. They have to constantly come at me um, on these these various bullshit type things where it's gossip or, you know, these different setups and stuff. And it's like, you know, I, I don't I don't even know because I don't even talk to y'all. I don't even interact with y'all like that. But y'all got something against me. But I, I know what the setup is. And the setup is uh, I'm going to be instigator and then play victim if you react if you respond mm. i'm going to play victim so it's it's that's one thing that i absolutely hate and i know that particular thing is not exclusive to women uh because i've come across many of men or males rather uh who do that same thing they act a particular way they instigate confrontations or situations and when yeah. the backlash and the response comes, then they want to play victim. And personally, I absolutely hate that. I hate that quality. And it, it just makes me want to like smack the shit out of people who do that. But, uh, <laughs> but th that's been the vibes at work and just, you know, I, I have no problem working at the post office. It's a pretty decent gig. You know, a lot of people downplay it, but y'all don't know the type of money you can make. <laughs> working at the post office um well well you know um when you're dealing with people and they don't get you mm -hmm. or they can't understand you or they don't know what you got going on regardless of what you do you're a threat to them right so i mean always being able to stay yourself and stay true people might want to get in your business, but the fact that you don't allow them in your business, they always like, I wonder what he got going on. Yep. Um, he don't talk to us too much. He hit us with the one word sentences. Hey, how you doing? Good. Man, I almost had him. 
You know, so yep. every time, because I've been through that, somebody's just not understanding what's going on. You don't have to understand me. Do your job and leave me alone. Exactly. And that's my vibe there. Just, I don't, I don't need anything from you. I don't need to be your friend. However, oh, yeah. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not to the point to where I'm toxic or I am being hard to get along with because if I have to interact with you and, and more often than not, I will at some point in time throughout my work day, I will interact and do what I need to do to get the job done. So, you know, that's not saying I never talk to you. However, when I'm talking to you is dealing with work, you know, we'll talk about yeah. work. Uh, and it's just all this extra stuff, you know, this gossiping stuff y'all do. I don't participate in, I don't do this, that, and the third, um, the, the fake shit, you know, the people that act real nice in front of you, but you know, talk about you like a dog behind your back, you know, that type of thing. But the problem is, yeah the post office that I work at is not a really big post office. So word gets around and people gossip. So a lot of things that are said, it always comes back to you. So it's like, I already know what type of vibe you're on. So I'm not going to give you any type of position to put me or frame me in any, any way, you know, that it isn't true to who I am as far as my character and integrity. Now, uh, that's not to say that it hasn't been attempted numerous times uh dante did this dante did that or you know this that and the third or dante came in and then da, 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 or and, and and try to create a narrative of oh he doesn't work he doesn't do his job or, or he can't do his job you know all these different narratives but it took one postmaster who comes in and is like okay y'all and they will go to supervisors and postmasters with these narratives and so one was like let me just see what this is about. He sat back and he just watched, which, you know, of course I didn't know because I'm just doing my thing. And, um, so he was like, I sat back and I watched you for about three months now, which I didn't know. I didn't care. Uh, and I'm like, okay. And he's like, I, I'm hearing all these things. Like what, what's, what problem do you have with so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so? I'm like, I don't have a problem with them, but you should ask what, their problem is with me but whatever they tell you is it's not going to be the actual truth uh they're going to say it's dealing with something that's work related but uh and i kind of stopped there it's like so what did you find in this investigation of me he was like well i i i watched about three months i don't see anything that you're doing wrong you're actually pretty damn good at your job and i'm like yeah i know you know so he's like so at, at that point he was like well consider me on your side and then he considered then he put this decree like any more complaints and gossip and stuff that that is uh that is spread then i'm writing you up and then it shut all that shit down but then the problem is mm. he recently left he transferred to another post office uh about two months ago and the bullshit started back up again so <laughs> it's like ah come on man but that that's no matter where you go, you're going to run into that one or two toxic person or people or persons who wants to get you out of your element, wants to take you out of character, uh, wants to create a particular narrative about you for whatever reason, whatever reason. So all that being said, listen, y'all just stay true to who you are. Integrity lives longer than clout. 
Don't let these people take you out of your element. And I just kind of consider whenever they try to, uh, I'm about to get a, a, a little uh, preachy on y'all, but you know, there's a particular passage where it says, you know, no weapon forms against you, formed against you shall prosper. It does not mean the weapon will not form. It's going to form uh-huh. time and time and time again, but it okay. will not prosper because if you stay true to who you are, you maintain your integrity, you maintain mm. your character, and it's going to be one nice combo breaker. It's a nice combo breaker to the BS. All right. Yeah. So donations can be sent to uh, Pastor Credo. <laughs> Here it's all my Credo. But that's it, man. But look, we're going to make this one short and sweet today because we got another one set up to where um, we got another face-off. Apparently, that's being planned uh, with uh, Big E, Shabazz, the Magic Man, and Craig Mack. Um, they they want to get one in in another day. So we're going to keep this one short and sweet and get this one out to y'all. And then, you know, we're going to see what they got going on because uh, there's a few topics that they want to debate on. And I'm just going to sit back and laugh and hit my little um, my little sound effects throughout the podcast mm-hmm. and see what's going on. But there is something that I do want to talk about. And I've been wanting to talk about it for a while because it's, you know, I, I know I know y'all don't like when I'm right about some things, but I mean, I I got a little bit of smarts. I, I got a little bit of intelligence. I'm, I'm not going to act like I'm the smartest or the sharpest. Don't say I told you to. Don't you do it. Right. I'm I'm just, you know, but I need to just go ahead and just give myself an applause right now. So, you know, right now, this is for me. I like to thank everybody out there who believed in me, who listened to me, that understands that, hey, Dante is pretty smart about these things. And when he puts out a particular perspective and he, he lets you know his 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 level of discernment when he when he sniffs out the vibes and the bs with particular groups and people that he's not just pulling stuff out of the crack of his butt so i I just want to thank y'all thank y'all for believing in me because i believe in you and i'm going to keep on doing what i'm doing air horn to me (laughs) thank me (laughs) hit him with that new dog yep i want to thank me thank you thank you and what i'm saying i'm right about is black lives matter the organization the group that i told y'all was full of shit the lady who we talked about recently who bought million dollar homes yeah million dollar homes is now out she is gone she said i'm taking my my wins i'm i'm getting out right now she she went on and threw all the cars in and said you know what i'm out i'm going to uh pass the torch if you will but um i was one of the ones who was like first of all the black lives matter organization itself is full of crap it's not really for black lives it is a co-opted movement and it has become the 21st century's version of the feed the children foundation to where you think your money is going towards a good cause but it's really going towards their pockets i really can't hate the hustle because that's what it is it's a hustle 
and y'all fell for it under the guise of social and racial justice. So, mm -hmm. Patrice Cullors, the co-founder of the Black Lives Matter movement, has stepped down, and uh, and she's out to uh, pursue some more lucrative opportunities. So, in in this whole clip says uh patrice colors who have been working at the him a black lives matter global network foundation <laughs> for nearly six years says she is leaving to focus on other projects including the upcoming release of her second book and a multi-year tv development deal with warner brothers <laughs> uh so you know they say that she's transitioning that that's that's their word choice she's transitioning out but you know me i'm i'm, I'm going to translate for y'all that means she's counting she, she's cutting the money and running she's out and she, now th this this story is maybe not quite a month old this happened not quite a month ago uh, i think that story broke like may 28th or so and again this recording is june 14th and i told you so <laughs> I told you so. Now I didn't say exactly that she was gonna, you know, get the money and she was gonna leave and this, that, and the third, but I did tell y'all that there was a hundred million dollars that was raised in 2020 with the global, I mean global, to the point where Joe Biden was like the impact of George Floyd that sparked all these protests and, and rallies all over the world was more impactful than the assassination and the Martin movement of Martin Luther King. Yep. The people at the helm of this, who were nothing more than the puppets, they may have started it, but it was taken over by other groups. They took their cut and got the hell up out of there. And she's not now, and Too now, to quit. I mean, and she quit like a motherfucker. <laughs> she, <laughs> she quit. Now they thought what she said on her YouTube channel, which I I thought to go and kind of get snippets and stuff from her, but I really didn't care uh, to hear from her because at this point she was she's the puppet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she got up out of there. So I mean, I'm not. I'm not surprised because, you know, it just, again, this was a movement that is not for the black community. It's, it's literally a feed the children's find it. It's a business venture because once again, I'm going to ask y'all this question and I'm going to keep asking, but for the most part, I'm pretty much done with, with black lives matter. The, the black lives matter global network foundation. Fuck y'all. But again, <laughs> where has one penny, where have you seen any type of change in any of these <laughs> black communities? The only thing you, the only thing y'all got was a conversation. And then you got these stores putting up social justice messaging. We stand yeah. against racism. We stand for black lives. You got a commercial, you got a billboard, you got a television 
show, a mini series. Oh, got Netflix. music videos. Yeah, you got music videos. You know, you got some songs. Mm-hmm. On Netflix, you got a Black Lives Matter collection. Basically, just lumps all the black shows together. All the black shows together, yep. Yep. So every black show is lumped together in the Black Lives Matter collection. But you didn't get any policy changes, did you? Oh, no. Mm. They forgot about that, didn't they? Mm, yeah, mm, nah, y'all, no, no policy changes has happened yet. Oh, you you haven't seen a community be refurbished and revamped, have you? You haven't seen any communities be uplifted. You You haven't heard about any schools being, you know, upheld and, and, and invested into. You haven't seen any businesses or hospitals or banks, if you will. You don't see them being created in your communities yet, have you? But that's your money. Y'all, y'all donated this money, right? Didn't you? Oh, but you, but, but you got a Black Lives Matter collection on Netflix. You know that president who told you that your lives mattered and you know just this movement was more impactful than Martin Luther King. He he hasn't made any moves for y'all yet, has he? Nah, he he's made moves for the LGBTQ community, which is fine and dandy. Clap clap. He's made moves for the Asian American uh, and Pacific Islander community. He's done things for them. He's done things for Native Americans and and for farmers. That included some black some black people, some black farmers. But it wasn't an exclusive thing. It was mainly for like Native Americans and farmers back in the day when they were discriminated against. He he did so. He even did some things for for Israel. They they dropped a a big a big bag. Over almost seven hundred fifty million dollars for for in their support, but he told your black leaders, "Sit y'all asses down in that corner, and I'll get to y'all when I'm ready." And y'all haven't seen anything happen yet, have you? Uh, uh, uh. But you got a Black Lives Matter collection on Netflix, (laughs) 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 and old girl was like, listen, these people are asking too many questions right now. I thought that I can purchase these houses and go under the radar and people not know who I am or the aliases that I use to get these homes. But now the magnifying, the magnifying glasses is, is on me. And the, the doubt and the skepticism is now spreading throughout the very people that we promise that we will stand and fight for. Hmm. I think it's a good time to get up out of here and focus on more profitable ventures. So, you know, I got a book that's coming out. I got a multi-year deal that I'm working with with Warner Brothers. Okay. Now it's a good time to transition out. Man, fuck y'all. <laughs> ah. All I got to say is I like to thank all of my fans. I like to thank everyone for believing me because you knew 
I was not full of shit. And y'all knew that I was on to something. And I told y'all, this organization is not to be trusted. And it's because of you that we're able to do this. And we will continue to fight the true fight and let all these Sambos and Coons that's trying to hijack a movement know that I have a dream. <laughs> all right, let me stop. <laughs> let me stop. But man, that that that's it. I, I want to talk about this for a while. And, and I... I I've been able to calm down since I first read it. Cause when I read it, I was like, motherfucker. But I'm not surprised. Who's surprised at this? Like, who's surprised? I'm not surprised. So, you know, so now the question is, what's gonna happen with the Black Lives Matter movement? Now, he, here here is a hot topic for you political heads out there. The Black Lives Matter organization, BLM, is the exact same as your conservative opposite the Blexit movement for those who don't know what the Blexit movement is Blexit is a movement that was one swagger jacked but created by conservative pundits Candace Owens and Brandon Tatum um a lot of people that aren't um how can I say this nicely white conservatives uh <laughs> who aren't white conservatives, they widely regard them as your Sambos, your, your raccoons. Uh, they make their career bashing the black community and just shitting on the black community, offer no type of support or insight, but they expect people to do the work that they themselves chose not to do. You know, so they've gone and they've married white people, not saying that that's particularly wrong in and of itself. Love is love. However, if you specifically marry a white person because your whole stick and your gimmick in life is to let white people know that, hey, I may be black, but I'm not like them. Like if that's your whole thing. So you specifically go and marry a white person. So you have that white wife, so you or white spouse, so you have that connection with the white community while you speaking a traditional white message, especially when it comes to race and racial issues and social issues in America that dismisses the existence of systemic racism that that places all the blame of the issue that the black community is facing on them as they're being lazy or they're just violent, aggressive, stupid people who was stuck on the democratic plantation who cannot think for themselves and just be American, be proud to be American and basically give up any type of black pride or heritage that you may believe in. Um, and then you get all this support from grifting let's just go ahead and call it for what it is so basically the group that they created which is that their their goal is hey you don't have to be democrat and that's it that's literally mm. blexit's message so you know blexit uh what i mean by it's been swagger jacked blexit was a literally swagger jacked term from Candace Owens' husband, he was the leader of a group called Brexit, B-R-E-X-I-T, which is a United Kingdom, England issue where they're talking about 
uh, particular groups and sections of parliament and their government breaking away from their traditional uh, traditional policy, policy, traditions, ideologies, is that and the third. So this was like the, their British exit. So Brexit. Uh, so Candace Owens got with him and was like, well, you know what? That's a really nice thing. So we'll take Brexit. And, you know, if that's the British exit, then we'll take the black exit. So we'll call it Blexit. So this is the, the black exodus and leaving the Democratic Party. But then at the same time, you know, let's let's just think about this when we talk about uh, Blexit right now. When you talk about Blexit, uh, their whole message is to show you why the Democratic Party isn't for black people, why the Democratic Party is, in fact, racist themselves uh, in all of these damning things, facts, statistics, um, this, that, and the third about the Democratic Party. So it, in, in conclusion, you should leave the Democratic Party, um, which is all well and good. It's fine. So then you ask a question, well, where should I go? Well, you should be conservative. Okay. And then if every time I turn around, I look at you, I see you literally shitting on the black community to where you say things like this is Candace Owens that says things like, you know, I wish I can just trade all the black people for Nigerians because Nigerians come here and they do better than black people that are born here. And Nigerians are like, What's wrong with these black people? Because they, they're lazy. They don't want to work. They they don't have the drive and they're just brainwashed and they're always talking about how bad this country is. So let them leave. I will ship them all out and bring in Nigerians here. The same <clears throat> Candace Owens that says, you know, she doesn't identify as being a black person in America. She identifies as being Caribbean. Why? He says, uh, going by the stats and the numbers, statistically speaking, uh, Caribbeans do better than black Americans. They just have a better drive. They just have a better ambition. They, they have, they're just better all around than your traditional American born black people. So she identifies as a Caribbean woman. You have, and the other co-founder is Brendan Tatum, who says that, you know, black people are the dumbest people in the country. Uh, they're just dumb. They're violent. They're, they're stupid. And, and the, there's no such thing as racism, no such thing as white privilege. And, and, you know, I grew up in the hood, but, you know, I got away from the hood and, and I feel safer around white people than I ever felt around black people. You know, that he said stuff like that. Um, and he hates black women with such a passion. Whenever he gives uh, a, an example of, is, is that me with the... Is that me with the echo? Okay. Um, but whenever he gives an example of black people, he always goes to uh, a, a black woman. He always details, you know, the statistical ghetto black woman and acts like, for the most part, most black women are like that. Um, and claims that black men choose black women or choose white women over black women because of culture. You know, stupid things like that. Now, that's not to say that we don't have issues and stuff we need to face, but they made a career on highlighting and painting the black community in such a negative light 
two white listeners who already think this way. So now their their logic is, oh, well, if this black person is saying what I already feel, then it can't be racist, right? So then the question is, where do I go? Now, if I go against or, or leave the Democratic Party, I'm not going to go to the Republican Party, not if that's what I got to go to. So what am I supposed to do? Oh, nothing. So you really had no plan for me, did you? No, you didn't. So what are you expecting me to do? Blexit where? Leave the party and then do what? Now, I agree. Yeah, the Democratic Party is trash. The Republican Party is just as trash for with a lot of for the various reasons that the Democratic Party is trash. The Republican Party is trash for very the the opposite. They're literally the yin and yang. But as we always say, whether you're left wing or right wing, you're still part of the same bird. You're still part of that same corrupt system. So the logical uh, conclusion would be to step out of the system to know if I leave a party, it doesn't mean to go to the other side of the table and adopt their specific yeah. ideologies is to take a step back to look at the system in of itself and see, yeah, this whole thing is bullshit. So this time I go my own way. So the same way that the Black Lives Matter movement has no plan for black people only to take from you, the same way this Blexit movement had no plan for black people only but to hurt their political rival. That's it. All right, I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but that's that. Fuck BLM. Fuck Blexit. Uh, cause none of them are actually for black people. So, uh, in in much 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 lighter news, um, I wanted to highlight the debut of um, okay, of Clarissa Shields. She's known as the Hello. quote the quote the greatest woman of all time. And look, listen, I, I don't understand why people do not have more like a, a bigger spotlight on Clarissa Shields. Like she's been doing her thing for years yeah. in the boxing realm. And for those who don't know, um, like Clarissa Shields is a dope, dope, very talented uh, boxer. And it, it's just an amazing thing. And anybody who really knows about boxing, do you know how technical you have to be? to do it and her being a female and taking it to that extreme from boxing to MMA this and he coming from wrestling and and behind the box to be able to transition to do both is not easy because you can easily get get beat down in the ring of MMA and you don't have nobody that's gonna save you like they will in boxing. So, I mean, MMA is the closest thing to a street fight there is. You just got a referee there. So, you know, and shouts to Mayweather, but Mayweather won't fight somebody in MMA. If he does that and he wins, I'll give him them same props. But if I was talking about how if Mayweather went from boxing to MMA, it'd be a whole different ball game. Mm -hmm. So for her to transition like that and still win, you got to give her her props. Got to give her her props. So this is, for those who are watching this, this is uh, 
you know, the, that the last round, it went three rounds, three rounds. And you know, the, uh, her opponent elk, I think it was Brittany Elkin, I believe was, was her opponent, uh, had a solid, a solid plan. As you would think, how would you attack a boxer? Keep a boxer off his yeah, feet, take him down. right? Take him yeah. down. Uh, so that's what she did for two rounds to say that, uh, basically she won those two rounds, but you know, in that third round, Clarissa got them hands free and bop, yeah. bippity, beep, boop, bop, bop, bop. <laughs> she, yeah. she bippity bop booped and yeah and for for those who are familiar with her boxing listen her hands are good and she got power in them punches so like i'm gonna rewind this just for a second like right in the beginning when she tried to take her down um it was that it was that right that right straight boop right there and then at that point she was like, no, I can't, I can't take another one of those. So I got to try to take it down. <laughs> she, she got hit one time, one time said, clean. And nope. she said, no, nope, 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 nope. nope. She, I, I, I'm not, I wasn't not taking that. Boop. Mm-mm. And so, you know, it, 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 it was a solid strategy, but you know, she got good positioning and I, I just, I, I expect her to be much better. Um, people are already talking about uh, matching her up with Amanda Nunes, uh, Nunez, rather, mm. and I think that would be a dope fight. I don't think Clarissa's ready for that fight yet because uh, Amanda Nunez is she's a beast, she's a yeah. beast. But you know, maybe a, a year or two down the road, once she's gotten more uh, more experience, I think that'll be a, a dope yeah. matchup for Clarissa. Uh, it's because Amanda Nunez, she's a, she's a, uh, her hands are good. She, she'll stand up with her anybody, yeah. oh, man, but her ground game is good too. So, you know, just the, um, Amanda Nunez, whoever they put up against you, 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 you think about it, Ronda Rousey, Holly mm. Holmes and, uh, mm. the, the, uh, cyborg, I forgot her real name, but the biggest name in the careers he yeah. made them change careers she's made them change careers she beat ronda rousey's <laughs> ass so much she went to wwe and she yeah. <laughs> she's just like no nah, i can't take this real shit no more I, I i need to do the scripted thing for a while and yeah. <laughs> uh cyborg put her set her down holly holmes she still fights every now and then but you know just straight up destroyed because she uh, it I think that'd be a dope fight to see who, who got the better hands, but you know, uh, Amanda Nunez, I think she's just a bit more skilled that that experience goes a long way, but, uh, off that tangent, just really just giving flowers to, um, Clarissa Shields and just, just dope, dope, dope debut. Um, real solid. I'm, I'm extremely happy for her because I feel like she's an athlete who doesn't get the credit that she deserves yeah, as far yeah. as the notoriety goes. Like, you, we're, think about your Layla Ali's. Um, yeah, and, she should be a household name. Yeah, like she should be a yeah. household name because she's uh, a three-time division champion which she just was yeah. just running through divisions. Like nobody could stop her. And she's an, yeah. an, an Olympic gold medalist. So like she's decorated up and down and she's making her MMA debut. And 
I do see a championship belt, uh, an MMA championship belt being around her waist really soon, sooner than later. Yeah. Because yeah. They, they call her the quote, the greatest woman of all time Ooh. for a reason. For yeah. a reason. And I'm I'm just I'm just extremely happy for her. And and that's just that just just hats off to Clarissa Shields. Much love and and keep doing your thing because I am definitely a big fan. Um definitely a big fan. So I've been trying you know to you know, I'm, glad, I'm glad you said that, especially mm-hmm. talking about fans wise. Mm-hmm. Because women don't get the recognition they deserve in a lot of things. Yeah. So I'm a researcher. You research it. Let's let's see if we can find some of her merch. Yeah, that's, that's and, uh, because I mean, women wear Jordans all the time. You know, they yep. wear LeBrons all the time. Mm-hmm. But I have not seen a lot of people that wear a Candace Parker jersey. True. You know what I'm saying? They yep. they, they put Mike Tyson and and, and your Mayweather shirts on. But I have not seen somebody with a Chris Shields or Layla Ali. Mm-hmm. This is true. So, but you know, and me having daughters, I will look at that in a whole different light. Like, yo. Right, my daughters can do that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get on board one because I want to start supporting us more. I think you talk about it a lot. Yeah, and um, I've been behind my brother a good bit, and um, Drew Shaw, Voice Thread, mm-hmm. and I've been supporting um Cynthia Deck as well. So I want to be able to do more as far as supporting the Black community in general. You know, so too. I'm gonna be wearing a lot. If it ain't my stuff, or if it ain't your stuff, it's gonna be somebody that we know. Mm-hmm. And that's honestly so if y'all what got I've it, been doing. Send it to Dante Credo. Yes, sir. So if if y'all know of any dope, you know, uh, black owned and, and black ran um, clothing companies, whatever, you know, just any type of merchandise, you know, socks, whatever, whatever the case may be. Shoot those names and links if you have them to the email at talkmycredo at gmail.com and we'll start featuring these people. Honestly, I think there'll be a, a dope segment that we can do that we can start featuring, you know, black owned businesses and, and, and black owned entities that we like that we support. Um, speaking of which, I also want to shout out there's, uh, you know, cross promotions and stuff that I'm just now coming into uh knowing and finding out about uh and i want to apologize to a few of the podcasts they have reached out to me uh for collaborations and cross promotions that i just did not know um there's some that dated back to january of this year that i I just did not know about and again the recording of this podcast is june 14th so but i did check out one podcast it's called bruh it's a murder and it's a it's a true crime um type podcast with 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 you know a, a little flavor because you know how we like to add flavor to stuff that's just kind of how we do it's, it's like a swagged out true crime uh type podcast and they've been going at it for a while they they have like a little over 100 episodes uh so they, they've been going at it and uh i listened to some of their content it's some really good content is it's engaging it's funny uh but also still educational so if you guys are listening shout out to the bro it's a murder uh podcast and to all the supporters y'all go check them out dope 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 stuff dope stuff so shout out to them like i said they hit me up back in like january bro <laughs> and i was like 
I had no idea. I had no idea. And I was just like, yo, I'm, I, I saw the tab a lot, but I didn't think like cross promotion. I was, I was thinking, I don't know what I was thinking. Just, I didn't think it was what it was. So I just like, well, let me just see what these things are about. And I got four doggone requests for like different cross promotion opportunities from, you know, people reaching out. I'm like, yo, these people are going to think I'm like bougie or something like that, man. I done left these dudes. Like I can't even say left them on red, but like they didn't hit me up, man. It's, it's January, like five months, man. <laughs> but I reached out to all of them, just like apologizing for the like extremely late reply. And I am interested and definitely am interested. You know, I checked out, uh, I'm going to check out the rest and, and, you know, see what I can learn. And then we're going to get our own promotion and stuff done and, and, and do some. Yeah, do like I do. Yeah. Check your emails and voicemails once a week. Yeah. Uh, th- Every that, Sunday. That, that was the lesson. That was the lesson because yeah. I don't, because I, I I'm, I'm a habitual <laughs> non email checker. Um, and messages, things, things of that nature. I, I just, I just don't check things. Like if it isn't coming directly to my phone, or it is, it isn't presented in a way to where I have to look at it. Like I do have like a messages app on my computer. So if I get a message, then it kind of pop up on my computer. So like, but I, I need to do a better job, especially now. Um, I even with like the talk my credo email is like it that wasn't even once a week i tell everybody every podcast to shoot an email there and then i don't check it <laughs> so it's like and uh, i'm i'm shooting myself in the foot uh but but i i will do better in checking these messages and responding in a time i got you just give me just give me the email actually yeah and i'll check yeah i i i'll give you access to it i I'll, yeah. I'll do that right now and uh and let you let you handle that and and all that good stuff, cause yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is completely, completely on me, completely on me. But um, but that is, but that is that, man. I'm uh checking out the uh the NBA playoffs with I am. I'm I'm, I'm really happy. Like the the NBA is back, bro, and I'm 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 excited about it. I'm excited about basketball. It's been such a crazy year, uh, even though my team has been swept out. Um, the Miami Heat, uh, I'm not hearing the rumors and stuff that's circulating around the type of moves that Miami's trying to make right now. Um, and I haven't done my Miami Heat rant video just yet, but it's coming. I feel like it's, it's coming. I think I may do that tomorrow, actually. But um the, the the playoffs have just been a, just really competitive games um the the brooklyn nets and the milwaukee bucks is is an amazing series right now uh the clippers had an amazing series with the dallas mavericks that went to seven games they're having a um a game tonight against the utah Jazz. it's just a lot of good games uh even though lebron is going so who I know, would you like to see honestly in championship right now I'm I'm rooting for Chris Paul, man. I'm I'm going for, for CP3 and, yeah. and the Phoenix Suns. Uh, yeah. Out of everyone in these playoffs, I would like Chris Paul to finally get that ring. And yeah. I feel like he it. Uh, yeah, and I, I feel like the Brooklyn Nets. Um, I don't think they're going to win. Um, because I think as of now, um, 
Kyrie Irving and James Harden is out with an injury. James Harden is out with a hamstring. And and Kyrie Irving just sprained his ankle in last in yesterday's game uh, against the Bucks, and the series is tied 2-2. And they're saying that they both will be out for for game five. And I, I just don't see Brooklyn coming out of that series, which I was interested, you know, of course, because of the super team dynamic. But I'm not really a fan of of either of those players. Like I'm I'm a fan of Kyrie, but I'm not really a fan of his game, if that makes sense. Like, um, as far as the 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 leadership quality things. He he's basically like um and this is like no real disrespect, but like a poor man's Kobe. Um mm. just and that's that's really oversimplifying things because he's an amazing player. An amazing play. He he reminds me of Iverson type of thing. But as far as his size and the tenacity which he plays, but not so much like the leadership to be to be able to carry a team. Like I don't think he has the type the leadership that's required to lead a team to a championship. I think his role was best beside LeBron, like a straight up leader. And looking at James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant, I don't see any of those players, even though they're all superstar generational talent, I don't see them as with the leadership qualities that can lead a team more so than they can score a lot of points and fill up a stat sheet. And I think in this series with the Milwaukee Bucks, they have leaders there. Like Drew Holiday was a big pickup for them. Uh, PJ Tucker was a big pickup for them because they there are like your veteran leaders and they can lead and, and inspire and rally the team while Giannis does his thing. But outside of that, I want CP3 to get that ring, man. I think this is the perfect opportunity for him. I want the Clippers to lose because I want Kawhi Leonard to come to Miami. <laughs> uh, I want them to lose, but... I, I see them losing, uh, to be honest. Uh, I don't see them getting past Utah. Uh, tonight will be a pivotal game for them. Um, if the Clippers win tonight, then I'm, I may give them a little bit of leeway. But either way, whoever comes out, the Jazz or the Clippers, uh, I I just don't see them going uh, beating the Suns because that team that team is, is, is hungry, man. And with a leader like Chris Paul – I, this is Chris Paul's year. I feel like this is this is his year. It is his championship to lose, honestly. Um, Bring him back to Carolina's Chris. Yeah, and that's that's exactly that Carolina. Like I, I remember, you know, when I was going to uh, NC State, watching uh, you know Julius Hodge and and uh, Cameron and a couple others that I used to play ball against on the regular in, yeah. in the open gym. Uh, watching them go against Chris Paul uh, and Chris Paul just trolling us, man. He used to whoop our ass uh, when he was yeah. in uh, Wake Forest. And and we we used to hate Chris Paul. So, dang, we used to hate Chris Paul. But just the talent for me, because he's, a, you know, a smaller point guard, he st- still has a few inches on me. He's like six foot and I'm five nine. But, you know, I, I, I like small point guards with his game. You know, you're not the most athletic. You're not the fastest, not the strongest but you're the smartest and he outsmarts yeah. people. And, and that's what I always respected about his game. But 
that that's basically that, man. So I'm I'm looking forward. Um, Philly and Atlanta's playing right now. Um, I got Philly taking that series. Uh, I don't see Atlanta yeah, winning. Yeah, so um, I don't see that. But either way, I I see Milwaukee coming out of. I see Milwaukee going to the finals. I don't see if they get past Brooklyn, which I think they will now that uh, Kyrie and James Harden is out. Um, I don't see anyone. I don't see Philly or Atlanta beating Milwaukee. Um, but, you know, I think that'll be a really dope series to watch. Um, I think Philly matches up a lot better <clears throat> with uh, with Milwaukee. And I only say that because, you know, they play defense. Brooklyn really doesn't play that type of defense. Um, and, and plus, they, they just have so many people out. But yeah. that that's that's basically that man. So that's what I'm about to get into. Um, I'm about to look up some of these merch ideas. Um, we're also getting our social media stuff right. So we just launched the uh, social media for Instagram and Twitter uh, at Talk My Credo for both. So go follow us on Instagram. Go follow us on Twitter. Um, we got the. Um, you know, we're going to get the Facebook set up. You know, we, we're trying to get the social media stuff popping uh, and yeah. uh, just trying to get trying to get things on point so you guys can find us. So you guys can go and subscribe to the YouTube channel, you know, all that good stuff. So, you know, you know how he does this. So um, that's all I got for the day, man. What what, what you got? <laughs> Anything else? Uh, I, mean, I mean, you know, um, t- I, I want you to tell everybody when your next battle is. Ah, yeah. My next battle is uh, July 17th. That is uh, July 17th against a uh, artist by the name of John Pierre. For what I understand, he's uh, a member of the battle rap group Bar Razors, which is a pretty respected battle rap group here in the Carolina area. And um, but from what I also understand, this guy hasn't battled in quite some time. It's been some years. So I kind of feel disrespected. So like you think you can just come off the bench and 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 fuck with me. So um he got a rude awakening coming. This is another one of those nigga, I'm here type of battles. Like it really doesn't matter who it, like it, it's the same approach that I had against my recent battle with Nate, which uh that battle is now on youtube so for those who want to see it um go to you know just just look it up you know just is it's, it's there it is there so y'all go find it go check it out you know my my battle is it's you know it it is what it is you know i i call it a nice a, a nice little uh a uh, nice little 30 piece what people say you know or two one as you want to call it you know so you know it it just it is what it is you know and I, i'm i'm just doing my thing i'm just doing my thing. <laughs> but yeah it's and it's actually in charlotte so my next battle is july 17th it's in charlotte um i will have the full details on the next podcast as far as the address and everything so if you're in the yeah, carolina yeah. area Come support, on out, support, come support. and support because your boy is finally home. I've been all over this country for a year and a half, and I'm finally home 
doing what what I've been on the road uh, doing. So I hate to kick another fellow Carolina person's teeth in, but you know it just is what it is. It's Highlander; they can be only one. So you know that's that's that. So my next battle, July seventeenth versus John Pierre. Um, I'm I'm not going to take him lightly, but it's not so much of me taking him lightly. Is I have to do better than my last performance. I'm not even worried about who who I'm battling. It's about battling myself, basically, at this point. So okay, yeah. okay, that's a box. That's a boxing strategy for everybody who didn't catch it. Mm -hmm. They always tell you you battling yourself. Get yourself out yep. here. So that that that's yeah. basically what I'm doing. It's not even so much of who it is. Is it's it's this the mindset of I'm battling myself. I'm battling my last performance, and that's just that. Cause the the goal is. I'm eventually going to open my own battle rap league. Uh, and But it's going to be more than just a battle rap league. It's going to be more of a community outreach program um, where we do a lot of things for the community. I'm planning on setting up stations in, in the Bull City, in Durham, and also in Shelby. Um, and I'm going to operate between the two. And, you know, just doing very various community outreach programs, uh, food programs, just just things that reaches back and gives back to the community. That that's my whole goal there. Uh, doing things for the community. Uh, battle rap is a big thing, so I want to incorporate that. Hold battle rap events, hold music events, and things of that nature that can also give back to the community. So you know, I'll leave it at that because you know the dream is big. We dream big over here. So uh, the more y'all support us doing this it makes our goal of getting that part as far as opening community centers uh, faster, to be honest. So yeah. hit that subscribe button. Y'all subscribe to the channel. Follow us on the social medias. We just launched them. Uh, Talk My Credo uh, at, uh, on Instagram, at Twitter, um, on YouTube, Talk My Credo. So subscribe and support because uh, this, isn't, this isn't a get famous thing. We're not doing this to get famous. This is... Uh, something that we hope to educate and inspire and as well as entertain and and then also give back and that that's the main thing give back to the people serve the people uh which is what we really want to do so that's it man so we're going to go ahead and shut this one down uh we got uh another pod coming with with biggie and Craig mac they're going to face off again with some more shenanigans and we're going to be here for it so uh, this has been another episode of the Talk My Credo podcast, episode 34, with your boy Dante Credo and my brother from another peace show. Till next time, stay fly, stay blessed, you know, stay in integrity lives longer than clout. That, that, that's the word of the day. Integrity lives longer than clout. So stay up, be blessed. Till next time, peace.